Today, we're going to be talking about that transpose button. Yes, the one on your keyboard that you've been pressing to play in all these different keys and you only play in C. And we're going to be talking about that <laughs> and seeing if, is that transpose button legal? Is that transpose button respected? Mm, let's get into it. You ready, David? Yep, let's do it. Welcome to the Worship Leader Hangout Podcast. My name is Chad Buckland, and I have with me... David Hutchinson. As always, yes. We are here today to let David rant <laughs> and rave over the fact that there are actually people in the world, and it might be you as well, so we're not going to single you out. There are other people in the world that play the piano but only know how to play in one key. And a lot of times that's the key of C. But today we're going to talk about that. We're just going to have a conversation about this phenomenon that there's this large, beautiful instrument with all these keys. And there are 12 keys, by the way, in music, if you're kind of unfamiliar with music. There are 12 keys, and you can play in all 12 keys on a traditional piano and or keyboard or anything that looks like a piano. And there are people that only know how to play in one. And uh, I'm going to let David take this away. We have some reasons, too. We're going to answer, answer this uh, as well with some reasons uh, to learn in all 12 keys, not just rant and rave about the, uh, the problem, but we're going to give you some solution as well. But David, what's up? I'm so glad you're here, man. It's good to be back on a podcast. Yeah. And Yeah, good to be back. It's been a while. I actually looked up uh, the last podcast this morning, and it was four months ago. Was it? Re it was four months ago. Oh my gosh! Four months. Why ago. did we take yeah. so long? It, I don't know, man. Well, you know, it's not like we don't have lives. Yeah, or we jobs. No, two no. jobs. Worship leader hangout has become its own job at this point. Yeah. So, I, trying to. I can agree with that. Make videos every week and, you know, uh, handle our responsibilities at our churches, uh, and we got families. It, it's hard. So coming organizing time and coming together to make these podcasts are are difficult but i do enjoy them because I, it's, I do too like you said before we started um it's we're not just giving we are receiving we're, yeah. we're communicating with one another and so this is this is a real conversation between me and chad we sometimes we don't even talk about what we're gonna you know, discuss with one another. We just kind of go at it. Yeah. So we go after it. Today we're talking about transposing and only playing in one key. And so before I talk about why it gets me upset, I will begin with a caveat, which is a little bit different than what I thought I was going to begin. But I, I recognize that there are some people that when you're first starting off in the piano, you're placed in a predicament where <clears throat> a lot is demanded of you. And to meet that demand, you use whatever devices you have at your disposal. So maybe you uh, became a worship leader at a church. And instead of spending the time that you do have on developing your craft, you're trying to run a band and manage the finances and make sure that instruments are being repaired on time and the media equipment is being sorted out. So because of that... You don't have time to focus on your instrument, and so you resort to 
as using as much tracks as possible, right? And so you use whatever devices you have to your disposal. It's the same thing with um, transposing. Some of us have been placed in predicaments where, hey, I have to play for the choir already, and I only know this song in this one key. And so because of that, you use the device at your disposal, which is the transpose button. Mm. And the sad part is, once you discover it, it becomes your crutch, just like tracks can become a crutch, right? Tracks are very useful, but they are an extreme crutch. And I think they're the demise of musicianship in churches today. Well, I think it's going to be the same thing with the transpose button, especially for genres like gospel, where there is a whole lot demanded of you, right? These songs are not simple. These mm. changes are not easy. And I, I, I recognize that. But you cannot allow this darn button on here to be a crutch because it will it will mess you up in the long run. All right. You will always be relying on it. And you have to tell yourself, no, to me, using this transpose button is the equivalent of somebody that's trying to maybe and I'm not trying to be offensive here, but this is how I feel about it. All right. It's the same thing as if let's say somebody gets triple bypass surgery. I know you're getting it for health reasons. I know you need it in that moment. But if you don't get to the root of the problem, you're still going to end up putting on that weight, right? So like we know that everybody that a lot of people, let me not say everybody, <laughs> but most people that get surgery to lose weight, they use it. It's the crutch, right? And they never solve the problem, which is diet change, exercise, all of these things that are difficult. This transpose button is the equivalent of that to me for music, all right? You can't do that. And the reason why I'm, I'm passionate about it is I get emails from you guys every week, all right, about, hey, you did such a great job in teaching me this lesson. Can you do it in the key of F? You did, man, I love what you did so much, but I didn't understand it because you did it in C sharp. Can you do it in E flat? Listen. In many of my lessons, I explain not only how to do it in the key that we are in, but I also give you the formula to apply it to any other key. So you cannot allow just because, okay, well, I only play in E flat, so that's the only key I'm going to be able to play in. You'll never be able to see the piano for all its potential if you only play in that one key. All right. So you have to get out of playing in just one key key all right that's my rant yeah i think um i think it's called uh i think it's called bariatric surgery oh i said yeah i said triple bypass that's for that's heart, heart. yes yeah. which heart. you know weight yeah. can contribute to that bad health over a long period of yeah. time so bariatric surgery that's exactly what so we're gonna we're gonna talk more about that i'm a, mus I'm a musician not a medical <laughs> professional yeah no, I looked it up. Trust me. <laughs> I was like, I don't Thank think you. it's triple bypass. I know there was another one called yeah. liposuction. I think it was like a layman's turn uh, for that. But anyway, um, yeah, let, yeah. I'd rather talk about That's music. That's what I should have said, liposuction. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yes. Now, be because of this button, uh, do you feel like do you feel like there are any like passes? Uh, to be able to to use this uh, transpose button, so so we know that you feel very strongly about you know n learning all twelve keys on the piano, 
and and not ever using that whatsoever. Like I have my myself personally, I've just kind of decided uh, a long time ago because when I started learning how to play piano in college, um, it, we just we had a piano in the classrooms. Like we didn't have a keyboard to be able to transpose that kind of thing. Transpose the word transpose was uh, more used in writing, and we would we would transpose you know this song to this other key uh as far as like the sheet music of that song or or you know those kinds of things um so we didn't i didn't really think about the transpose button per se um but do you think there's ever so what i'm getting at is do you think there is ever like a a pass um to be able to use that button on a strategic level uh, maybe even for somebody that is a, a high level musician that doesn't typically use it like when is there ever a chance that they would use it? You know, that's the same thing as asking, is there ever a chance of, uh, you know, somebody needing liposuction, right? Like, I know people are going to say that's more serious, that's health. Um, I take, you know, but you got to look at music from a serious perspective, right? And so there's always times when the transpose button is necessary. Mm -hmm. Look, there are some songs that are really difficult and I don't care how good you are at the piano. If you were to be asked to transpose, let's say a song like sinking on the fly in another key, you would have some challenges with that. Right. Yeah. And so I, I, I would, I, I'm not here to say never use the transpose button, but what we're not, we're talking, we're not talking about, the, the the rare situations where you really need it. We're talking about using it as a crutch, mm -hmm. using it, and that that and that becomes the norm. The transpose button should never become the norm. Mm -hmm. And so, if that's what has happened for you, then you have a problem, right? And your musicianship is suffering. And and you got to understand the reason why I'm passionate about this too, man, is because I realize that there are so many guys that could be phenomenal musicians. They are phenomenal. And then you realize they allowed the transpose button to become their crutch and mm -hmm. it has stunted their growth. It really has stunted their growth. All right. And so um, you can't allow it to be a crutch. It can't be the norm. There are situations, there are times when the transpose button is is helpful. I'm not going to say I've never used it. I I don't remember when, but I know I have. Mm -hmm. So, but it should never be the norm. Right. I I almost used it uh, maybe a couple a couple weeks ago. I was uh, we were playing a song in the song. What was the song? Uh, yeah, no, no, not Yahweh. What was the song? Anyway, doesn't matter what the song is, but. It was a song that uh, was in B, and like originally, or maybe it was in C sharp. Let's just say that I think it was in C sharp, D flat, whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, for the purpose of our team, we needed to lower that a half step, and uh, so we lowered it to C. And I, w I wouldn't really think in like in the planning process, like oh yeah, let's go to C as a pianist or as you know keyboardist. And when we got to the day of uh, rehearsal, I was like, 
why did I? Why did we schedule this song in C? Like we just strain our voices <laughs> a little bit and sing it in C sharp, or just go down to B. I mean, we already did, and I was like, well, that's okay. And I almost, <laughs> I almost hit that transpose button to either take it down to B or take it up to C sharp, just because it's so much more fun to play in either of those keys and C. I mean, I have long fingers too, so I I, I like to kind of play up on the keys a little bit. Um, I don't know if that makes a difference to you, but I kind of feel it to me. But I really almost use it. But then I thought, then I thought this. I was like, well, if I do this now, what's gonna what's gonna stop me from doing it when something gets a little hard, and maybe I, yeah. I want to do this in a key that I'm, I'm a little more familiar with. Maybe not transposed to C, but maybe transposed to you know mm-hmm. another key, maybe B or B flat or something that I, I like playing in a little better. So I was like, I'm not gonna do that. And then, uh, and then I was thinking later, like, I'm glad I did that because even, you know, if, song, if a song is given to me in C and I have to play it, then, you know, I, I'm still proficient in C just as much as any other key, which I don't really, I'm not really proficient per se, but I'm getting there. Um, but that, that was... You're probably a little more proficient than you realize. <laughs> that uh, that kind of got me thinking about... Uh, this podcast because we'd already been talking about doing this podcast for a while and um, yeah it got me thinking about that because I was like you know that's a that's a a reason that I justified in my head already that I was like well you know this is a good reason it's not like I'm going to an easier key per se but that was it's still the same Mm -hmm. thing I'm going to a key that I want to play in more than I want to play in the one that the song is actually in Um, so yeah, there you go. That was my little my little story. So, all right. Yeah. So what would be some things? So obviously we see the fact that using the transpose button is basically like what we were talking about with the, that surgery. Lord, I did not think we'd use a surgery as an analogy, but uh, that's like the last thing I want to talk about. But, you know, yeah. what... Yeah, of course, there are a lot of different extreme circumstances, you know, just with like the reason why you would have to have that surgery. Like, I don't even want to even touch that. But um, so much like, you know, keeping your body fit, like, well, I mean, what are things that we can do as beginner pianists, as intermediate, advanced pianists to uh, to not ever really have to think about it? But the button could just be completely disappeared from our keyboard or we could sit down at a piano and not even think about ever using that like what are some things we can do um you being the the uh, guru here what are some things you think i looked up some things i actually uh, pulled uh, an article um you said you said guru i i that's a i I wouldn't i don't know who that guy is but (laughs) you know one thing that i think is necessary right and the reason why we use often use the transpose button too not just because of the predicaments that we're in where we are forced to. Because sometimes, look, I, I get it. I, and I recognize it's a, it's a good device. It's helpful. But there are other reasons why we use it, too, is because just we just don't want to make the effort to, mm. to learn the other keys, right? So laziness. And so something that really? I... Yeah. And we feel like, well, I'm not going to sound as good as I do in the key that I know really well. So something that's, I would I just recommend. Let to me people. let me stop you right there. That's the excuse that I've heard 
probably more than any other excuse of why somebody uses the term because they're better in this key and they want to look mm-hmm. proficient. And when the first thing I said was, I would rather you, I would rather you as my pianist be able to play or try to play the song in the actual key that the song is in, but play more simply. But n- me knowing that you're playing in the actual key just makes me feel so much better as a worship leader. Because what if I did want to start? What if I did want to go to another song, and I started, mm-hmm. you know, spitting out chords or I started throwing out numbers? And if you knew your numbers, then you might be all right. But it's just there's a lot of factors uh, that go into that. But I just wanted to throw that in there. Anyway, go ahead with that. Yeah. So talking about what you can do first thing i would i would i would say is start working on your scales getting your foundation down so and, and that's something that i noticed that a lot of guys who transpose don't have is i actually know of a guy that plays can play in all his keys he actually can but he only plays in the keys that he really knows how to do all of his moves in and he, but one thing mm. I would say is he doesn't have the fundamentals. He actually doesn't know like his scales, like the basic. He can't play a basic scale, right? Um, and so that's something I would recommend that everyone start to do. Get the fundamentals. I know it feels like it's slow. I know it feels like, man, how is this useful for becoming a better musician? Yeah. But if you want to think about the long-term game, then you got to master the fundamentals. Yeah. And so I would just say, work on all your keys. Just practice playing all your keys. Understand the fingering. All right. When you when you understand all of the scales for all twelve major scales, okay. And this you don't even need to learn minor scales. You just need to learn major scales. That's it. Yeah. All right. Just to play in all your keys. I would say from there, move to playing your progressions, your standard progressions in all your keys. So maybe, you know, I, I have a list of standard progressions um, that, that, that I offer. But like, a, you know, a couple of them would be the one, four, five progression. Right. Or the six, four, one five progression and then you would just learn that in your all your keys so you would go to b i mean d and learn it six four one five you would go to c sharp and learn it six four one five you would go to e and learn it six four one five all right you would learn that and the reason why you would learn progressions is because progressions are the foundations for songs and songs are built on progressions so if you knew all of your progressions in all of your keys or at least some of the fundamental ones you would be able to play in all your keys just just with that especially for worship music worship pianists have no excuse on planet earth for transposing yeah so if you transpose as a worship pianist it's a laziness pure laziness yeah all right there's there's absolutely no excuse all right and I, I'm not saying gospel musicians have an excuse. I'm just saying that they have harder music to deal with sometimes. Even then, they shouldn't be... I don't want to say you shouldn't be doing it, but it's just not helpful. All right? So just those are some fundamental things you could do. Practice your scales. From scales, move to practicing all your progressions. Yeah. And then practice even the more advanced progressions. So. Yeah, and I don't even see how you're even able, as a, a gospel musician, to play 
uh, only be able to play in one key because, I mean, uh, there's a lot of songs that you modulate or you might, you know, kind of pull from other keys, like borrow, you know, borrow from other keys in certain sections of the song. Like, I just, I don't even understand how you would even start to to do that with just one key. So that, is, that kind of blows my mind. Because you're, you know, in some songs you're already, if say you're in C and you're playing in C, I mean, you're you're having to to use a lot of the black keys in certain situations anyway. So I, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, but that's that's really good. Um, what well, what what were some of the? You said you had re, you had. Yeah, I looked up some. I did. I pulled an article, and it was um, this is an article by. I want to give him credit because I don't want to make it sound like we read it. Who's it by? Oh, well, it's on here and play, so I'll just say that. Uh, and it's called 12 Reasons to Learn All 12 Keys. Um, I'll just go through, like, the reasons themselves. Uh, versatility is number one. Um, mm-hmm. uh, revelation. Did I read that right? Uh, number three, freedom. Four, speed. Uh, five, confidence. Six, adaptability. Yes. Uh, seven, and I want to, maybe we can hang out here for a second. Respect. <laughs> Let's talk about yes. that. <laughs> like, yes. what kind of, yeah, talk about that for a second. <laughs> I remember when I I was a young cat, like maybe 15. And actually, man, what's crazy is, now I don't think I've ever told you this story, but it was my first interaction with the EVS crew before me. Okay. So you weren't a part of it, but you would probably knew them. It was guys like Mick, Rory, um, Mick, Rory, uh, I, Devin. I didn't even know them. I didn't know who they were, and I found out later. But they actually came to the Bahamas. You're talking about Devin on drums. And there was a Devin on keys. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, Devin. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm came, sorry. Yeah, I feel bad yeah. now. Yeah, I know him. Yeah, he. Yeah. So that was the, the crew that I played with uh, my first semester, minus Mick. But Mick came back occasionally to help me out. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Well, they were kind of like legendary when I came to EVS. It was like, man, that was the band that had the most, that had so much respect, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, they came to the Bahamas and they were performing at uh, leading worship at a youth event. Now I didn't know who they were. I figured this out later, like years later, but I, I, I remembered their faces and, you know, it was like one of those events where there's all these different groups. And so there was a group that came on before them and they killed it. Absolutely killed it. Everybody was like, Oh man, they were amazing. I could even tell you the song they performed. They performed, uh, Bless the Lord from Ty Tribbett, right? Yeah. Um, Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Okay. They get done. This other group comes up. This is the group I'm talking about now. And the key, they start the song, and the keyboard player is like, guys, something's wrong. And guess what happened? The last keyboard player transposed. Mm. And he didn't change the transposition back, right? So now that makes the whole group look bad. Mm. Like, they don't know what they're doing. They're pretending. They're faking, right? Yeah. So, yes, you're right. When you don't transpose, 
it gives you so much respect and you actually when you don't transpose it's not that you get all that respect it's that when people find out you do transpose you lose any respect you had right right yeah this one so this is it says uh it wrote out a little bit after it says respect but it says imagine being in a shed or jam session with a other with other musicians and you're impressing them with your uh mastery on one key and someone utters uh those dreaded words take that up <laughs> take it up <laughs> what do you do it says what do you do yeah, that's so true because, you know, in those uh, shed moments, it's like, you know, you're going to go all over the place. And if you can't, mm-hmm. if you can't hang, I mean, yeah, you just kind of fold in the towel, let somebody else sit down on the keys. Yeah. Um, and just telling everybody, you know, my, in my own personal story, over when I, I, I really focused on understanding what I was playing on the piano. So I, I, I couldn't transpose because even if I wanted to, I, it, it just mentally it was freaking me out it it would Mm -hmm. freak me out if i did anyway over many years i did sacrifice sounding better than other people in order to be commit committed to transposing to committed to not transposing there were guys that would sound better than me all the time but one they didn't understand what they were playing and two many of them were transposing right sometimes you sacrifice something in the short term so that in the long in the long game you're a better musician in this case. All right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's just something to think about. Um, yeah. That's really good. Uh, what are some of the other ones they said? Yeah. So reason eight is fluidity. Uh, number okay. nine, yeah. exposure. Uh, if you only play in one, if you only play in the black keys, your fingers are used to certain movements and feelings. Certain keys will require you to stretch more than others, even though the intervals are the same. Uh, it gives an example. So, uh, yeah. Uh, number 10, leadership. Number mm-hmm. 11, stewardship. Ooh. If you're, a, oh, this is good. This says, if you're a gospel musician, there is, uh, there is the responsibility of taking the gift, the music gift God has given you uh, and cultivating it. Uh, there's more about that. Go to Go read more. And then number 12, achievement. That's pretty cool because, you know, nobody's going to give you an award when you officially learn in all 12 mm-hmm. or learn all 12 keys. But you get this sense of like, man, you know, that guy's really good, but he only plays in one key, but I can play in all 12. I may not be as like technically good, but you get this inner feeling like eh, kind of better. <laughs> but, you, you know, you don't want to like walk around yeah. talking about that, but it's. It is an achievement. It's pretty good. And it does say mastering, uh, mastery of anything feels good. You can fool others with technology and uh, transpose buttons, but there is um, nothing like feeling, like the feeling of mastering something. Actors get Oscars, singers get Grammys, athletes get rings. The common musician may not always get recognition, but knowing within yourself that you are versatile, adaptable and confident uh, pours into other areas of your life. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's really good. You know, something, man, I want to say is this, you know, it's pretty clear where this conversation would go, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You shouldn't transpose. Um, The reason why we're talking about it 
is because uh, one, I think that we are uh, in some senses gatekeepers to music, church music. People look to us and if we were to say nothing, I think that would be irresponsible of us. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why I think it's important for us to, to share, hey, transposing is not a good thing. Uh, we don't want to say never do it. I think that would be an unfair. I, I don't want to say that. I, I just would say it should never be a crutch. And uh, yeah, that's one thing. So I think we're gapers. In some ways, I, I look at us as like gatekeepers. I mean, people pay attention to us. And so I think we should say it. And um, I also, I like that last part of what that person was saying is, man, you know, this is our, this is our craft. And mm-hmm. I want to honor God with my craft. Right. And I'm not sure that transposing is really helping me to honor God if it's rooted in pride, how well I sound in that moment. And you're right. And I, and it, to me, it's like, okay, maybe I'm not as good in F, you know, as I don't know. I, I probably, I think my worst key, let's see what would my worst key be. Prob- probably, I don't know. It's gotten, it's gotten a lot better now uh, across the board, but say my worst key was F. I think it was at one time. And, what's the difference in me being a young guitarist in 10th grade leading worship for my youth, being able to just barely play, you know, like I can play chords, I can, you know, play a decent rhythm on the guitar and then go from chord to chord. And then the same thing 20 years later, well, not 20, yeah, almost. (laughs) The same thing, you know, however many years later, learning the keyboard and playing real simple like what's the difference in that chad versus the new chad learning a new instrument and leading worship and i honestly now i look at it i'm like you know there's nothing and it's okay there's no difference and it's okay if i'm playing simply on this instrument as i was 15 years ago playing simply on you know the other instrument the 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 biggest thing is that I'm, I'm giving my my gift to God. I'm using it for His glory, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and I'm I'm stretching myself. I'm learning something new, and I don't think that I don't think because you're older or because you are playing with guys that are better than you or girls that are way better than you. It, there's you have to like suppress that pride and say no. I'm not going to be proudful and transpose because I feel like I need to like stay up to their level honestly you're gonna you're gonna advance yourself playing in that key you're a little bit rough in in those moments because that pressure is going to be on you and when you have that pressure from other people in those moments you may mess up a little bit and be like oh my bad that was me but I tell you what you sleep that night you wake up the next day and you are like you are measurably better than you were that day before because of that yeah. extreme pressure. It's like pressure cookers. You know, you can cook food much faster in that pressure than you can just letting it kind of just, you know, sit and bake at, you know, 350 degrees. And, man, I, I tell you, that's how I got in. I mean, not a lot of people on the channel have heard me play bass, but that's 
I can safely say that I'm good. Um, but that's how I got good at bass was playing with guys that were way better than me at their instrument. And they expected me to be at least somewhat to their level as a bass player. And I, the pressure, it just just pounded on me. And, and I would go home. Not only that, I would go home and just shed those whatever you know lines licks grooves whatever it may be that i needed to to get better and make better so that way when i showed up the next day they're like oh dang all right cool yeah you're where you should have been yesterday (laughs) when you are avoiding difficulty you are avoiding growth yeah absolutely and so you know and, and that and that and that's the thing right like We want everyone listening to just be encouraged in, hey, man, this is an opportunity for us to grow. And so don't avoid it. We know it's difficult. We know it's challenging. There's a man. There is a verse in scripture that talks about discipline, how discipline is difficult for a season. Mm -hmm. But in the end, it produces a a reward or a harvest. I can't remember. And I want to I want to look it up. But um. I think that's just absolutely true in that there it, it it is a discipline of playing in all your keys. Yeah. Man, there is a reward, there is a a benefit, a harvest at the end of it that is so much more fruitful at the end of the day um than just playing in one key. You do that for the rest and you'll never experience that. And so yeah. That's that's very true. So yeah. Yeah, discipline that's yeah. And the um, uh, last thing I want to say, I, I, mm-hmm. and then I won't, I literally won't say any more, Chad. I'm just going to stay <laughs> okay. here and, right. and see what you, however you end it. All but right. I know we talked about, we were comparing um, bariatric surgery, weight, weight loss. And I just want to say, I know that that is serious. I know that people do it for a serious reason. I don't want anyone to feel like, oh man. He, he's he's not taking that seriously. I know that there are very genuine health things. Yeah. I personally have, I should show you some videos of myself. I was up to, I have lost 80 pounds. So like I'm fully with people in that struggle. All mm-hmm. right. So I, I, I don't take that lighthearted. I just wanted to say that before somebody's like, man, he doesn't take that stuff seriously. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow, you're so insensitive. <laughs> Good <Yeah>. job, David. <laughs> we just lost no, eight I, subscribers because you're insensitive. No, no, it's very true. I know actually a couple people that have been through that, and uh, it's a serious thing. But one thing that they do say is um, what the doctor says is you you have to follow this up with proper diet and you know getting into some type of of exercise. And um, so it, it is a serious thing. You're right. Um, that's why I was shocked that we brought in a medical procedure. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> yeah. I thought this may be another podcast, but I thought you were going to say, it's kind of like putting a capo on a guitar. <laughs> okay, see ya. <laughs> All right, I'm out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I was going to be I, like, I well, have always, my I, bad. I have always thought that, too. Mm-hmm. I remember when I first saw a guy um, in the dorm in, in a – at school and uh this guy had a capo and i came from the bahamas man where like in the bahamas trash talking is the norm Mm -hmm. you 
You you speak in trash talking terms. Even your compliments <laughs> are trash talking. Yeah. Right. So I just let him have it, man. I was like, bro, you you suck, bro. Like you, you why are you transposing all the time? Like this. I mean, I just I never I barely he, knew the guy. He probably was like transposing. What are you talking about? But he showed me something, and I never forgot it. And he actually could play his chords in different inversions on the on the key on the guitar. But he said he he liked that open sound for certain things. Yeah. So then, That's, I was like, okay. In 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 ways, I don't want to say in most ways, but in ways, the capo is different in that way because it literally changes the nut and where that nut is positioned mm -hmm. on the guitar. So if I wanted to play in A and have that open sound, I capo to play in G. And and I and I was showing somebody that one day. I said, well, it's not that I don't know how to play in most most all 12 keys. It's actually I'm only probably proficient in maybe six or seven, to be honest. I'm just going to be honest. But I even <laughs> told you a little while back, I need to get better at that. But is I can take any of those positions those like those forms of those keys and I can change the key and I can make so like me and a friend can play an E I can play the guitar he can play the guitar and we can play different ways and you, you get different tonalities out of the guitar because you're not both playing in that same like form on the guitar so it's it's a it's a it's a really neat thing to have, but yes, if you're constantly using it as a crutch and you're only playing in G and you're putting that capo all over the neck every single song, then yeah, that's when it becomes a problem. That's when it's exactly what we talked about today. And mm -hmm. begin to work on those things. Only play in C for like a month. Only play in D for a month. Like you told me a long time ago, you, if, that, if you're going to use a transpose button, transpose to A flat. Only play in A flat for a month. And then boom, you know how to play in A flat. Um, and that's, that's what I kind of do on the guitar now is just to get better. I want to, I do want to get up the 12 keys, but since you've showed me some things on piano and since it's just become a big part of my life, like I can't, I can't stop playing piano. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you even went and bought your own. Uh, um, yeah, I did that. Didn't I? You went and bought the CP 73, <laughs> I did. which, uh, Yamaha, if you are listening, I really do love you. And I hope you can reciprocate that love back. So. <laughs> they did. They gave you all a keyboard have, that you bought. <laughs> I, that I bought, yeah. yeah. Uh, all I have, I, I keep buying Yamahas everywhere. Here, I got like two at home, mm -hmm. one at church. Anyway, I said I wasn't talking no more, so that's it. Yeah. Well, I do. I'm, let's go ahead and end the podcast. But, man, we really appreciate you guys hanging out with us, listening to us uh, rant and rave and talk about this stuff. But we are... I want to just just super quick. We are show. Uh, I'm going to show them something, David. Get ready. We are making a T-shirt, and it's going to be amazing. I'm just going to briefly show it to you. It's going to be called. It's a our all keys matter T-shirt, and we want to continue to push this message. Message can't talk. We want to continue to push this message that <laughs> every key on this key. Oh, hold on. There it is. Boom. There's a uh, sample one. And sample two, I'm not going to show you anymore because we're not done with those yet. Um, I should have worked on it this week, by the way, uh, with the designer. But anyway, all keys matter. We want to just spread that. So if you have any interest in that, you know, let us know. Uh, either Otherwise, we're still going to make it. And uh, probably within um, 
probably by the time this video is out, this t-shirt will be for sale and I'll put a link below David. Uh, so people can check that out. I think it'd be really cool. Um, and so thank you so much for watching this podcast. I hope you've got something out of it. I hope you, you know, if you do use the transpose and transpose button for any reason and you, you know, want to get better, I hope this has helped in some way and not just been like, you know, punching you in the face the whole time. So, but we appreciate you guys watching and being part of what we do. Subscribe. Um, and remember that great worship leaders are always learning. We'll see you next time.